This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. Is it 331? I don't know. Is it? I think so. I have 331 written down. Yeah, I I have 330 written down. Let me double check. I have 331. You're right. No, it's 331. Huh. Yeah. I just didn't update my notes or did I? Ooh. God. Created Uh some mess here. Uh Uh-oh. No, I'm good. Yeah. Anyhow, this is John. If you just, just in case you didn't. Oh, you're Mike. No, no, I, I, I know. I already said my name is Mike, and then you didn't. You were just oh, like, are yeah. you sure? Yeah. So I was like, no, this is huh. not. This is, so you're John, not Mike. Correct. And we weren't here last week because I was in New Hampshire for the APCO Atlantic Conference, and you were that in was Massachusetts. In just. Well, Brookline, Boston. Yeah. Well, either way, we were both out of town. Correct. So, you know, for those of you who listened to our last episode, we did mention that. Uh, For those of you who didn't, might be a surprise. Yeah. Surprise. But either way, we're here. We're back. We're talking about about. stuff and things. Got a lot of shows. I got a lot of movies. Yep. I I watched six movies, which is a lot for me. Like, considering I'm usually like, no movies, no movies, or maybe like one movie. So I got six in. Well, I brought my Amazon Fire Stick to New Hampshire and I plugged it into the TV <laughs> and and so I essentially I watched like at, in the evening I'd put a movie on sit down and relax so I got a few movies in that way a couple TV shows I brought my Amazon Fire TV Stick to Boston yeah you know what I didn't bring to Boston the remote the remote guess what you can't do can't use it without we can't Anything. do like the, you can't like Roku has a remote like on your phone. Amazon doesn't have that. Uh, the remote, the phone was <laughs> on a different Wi-Fi. So at one point I managed to get it fixed, but then I was dumb and messed it up. But basically what I had to do was I had to take Julia's phone and yeah. turn it into a mobile hotspot and name it the same as the Wi-Fi network at home to trick the Fire TV stick into thinking that it was on the Wi-Fi from home. Then when I did that, it was like, oh, okay, I'm on the Wi-Fi from home. Then I connected my phone to that as well and said, okay, now get the app set up. But then I didn't want to keep the Wi-Fi hotspot going because, you know, that eats up uh, data. So I switched the uh, Fire TV stick over to the hotels, which should be fine, except for with the hotel's Wi-Fi, it brings you to a landing page that says click here to sign in. And if you're on a different Wi-Fi, you can't click here to sign in. So lesson learned, Fire TV Stick, uh, you need to bring the remote. Just do yourselves a favor, everybody. Bring the friggin' remote. Well, I did bring the remote, and I had a successful um, – success. it was successful. 
Fortunately for me, like they had on the TV there, Netflix and Amazon that you could sign in your own accounts. Um, the oh, crappy neat. thing was that the TV was set up so that every time it powered off, when you turned it back on, if you selected Netflix or uh, Amazon, it was like, oh, for customer safety, we're resetting everything. So put all your stuff back in. So that was a pain. Also, yeah, that's a little bit of annoying. I had uh, I lo- I downloaded a number of movies from different apps onto my iPad so that on the train ride down, on the train ride back, we had that. So we were able to watch a movie down, a movie back. So that was nice, too. That is kind of neat. Did you yeah. watch, like, um, a Bullet Train on the train ride? Because that would have been amazing. <laughs> no, no. It, it was Halloween, so, you know, we were going with spooky movies. Oh, so. spooky themes, spooky, spooky. Yep. Spooky, yep. spooky skeletons. I don't know why that popped in my brain, but it did. <laughs> Uh, but we've also got a lot of shows to talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say we finished The Patient. I mean, we finished it like two weeks ago, but we okay. finished The Patient. Did you finish so The Patient? We finished it as well. Um, were you? Was the ending satisfying? And I don't mean no. like happy ending. I just meant like, was the ending satisfying? No. No, really? Why do you so. say that? Um, and it had nothing to do with the happiness. Um, I didn't like the uh, the fake out there where, you know, the doctor was seeing his family and they were all sitting around singing together. And, oh, you know, it, and then like we he'd flash back to, with everybody. And really, he's being strangled to death. Yes. Um, the big dissatisfaction for me, and I, I assume you were saying something similar, was that the biggest villain in this show was the mom. Now, you can say that the son, you know, General Hux, uh, was a piece of shit and he was a murderer. Absolutely. Mom was worse because mom sat by. Mom could have called the police. Mom actually said to him at one point, I almost called the police last night. I was so upset. You need to get better. Don't give up on therapy. She is worse than an accomplice at this point. Like, she was a murderer as far as I'm concerned. I, I have said from the beginning she is an enabler. Yeah, and yeah. and she is just as guilty of murdering all those people as he is. And the fact that she um, had nothing bad happen to her, you know, we got the whole symbolic thing of him sitting down at the end and, and latching himself to the bed because he's like, oh, I can't be trusted after he kills this guy. No, no, I, I didn't find that satisfying. Um because we don't know, like, what's he going to do? He's going to freak out in a in a day or two, and then his mom's going to unlock him, and he's going to go back out into the world. Like, uh-huh. th- this was not satisfying to me. Did you find it satisfying? It sounds like you did. Well, no. So, like, I don't want to say this. You don't want to say this? No, no. I said, how do I want oh, to oh. say this? Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. said, I don't want to say this. So like, like, what? I don't, I, when I say, when I mean by satisfying, I didn't go like, oh, well, that was a good ending. Um, what I mean by satisfying, ending. what I mean by satisfying is like, okay, that's, that's, a, that's a conclusion I can deal with. Yes, his mother's a piece of shit. Yes, she's an enabler. Uh, yes, he's, you know, like, I wasn't happy that he killed Steve Carell's character. I wasn't happy he killed his therapist. The whole fake out scene, we both were like, yeah, he's being killed. This is, this is fake. This is not, he's had, he's seeing stuff or he's having him. This is not reality, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I, I felt it was satisfying in reference to I didn't go. This is bullshit when it was over. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think of a recent example of something we just finished, and we were like, "Oh, this is horseshit." <laughs> what was it? It does seem like something that we say a lot. I know, but like Kate and I just finished a show we were watching, and um, oh, it was on Netflix. I think it was only like eight episodes or something like that. <sighs> it had such a lasting effect. I remember it so thoroughly. Jeez, I'm was pro. it? Was it? Um, was it the one with David Tennant and Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci. Yeah, yeah. There's a new one on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. Maybe it's on Amazon, but it's no, it's on Netflix. It's called. Oh, um, yeah. Yes, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Hold on. I put it on my TV time app. Uh, um, Inside Man. Yeah, no, that, I know it's yes. We have not watched that one yet, but hold on. There was something we just finished. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see here. Boom. Click here. Click on here. Click on me. Here we go. Midnight Club? No, no, I'm still watching that. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's not okay. No, maybe it's not. Maybe it wasn't Netflix. Maybe it was something else. I can't remember now. My wife and I just watched something. Oh shit! Yeah, the one. Um, yeah, it was on Netflix. We watched it last month. The 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 true story about the Palmer? house. No, about the house. The Watcher. There. It oh is. The yeah. Watcher. Yeah. Jeez, I'm crow. Yeah, we finished the watcher and we were just like, well, that's bullshit. That was a garbage ending. Did you watch it all yet? No, because basically you said that and I was like, good. I'm not that inspired to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. It was just like, that's a, like, we, we both were like, that's a horseshit ending. Like, it was very mm. unsatisfying. This was satisfying in the fact that it got over and we were just like, well, damn. Definitely didn't expect that. But I also didn't think it was, you know, horseshit or whatever. So, um, I, I for me, a bad ending could be a number of things. And one of those yeah. things was this, which is it's left too ambiguous. There's just too much up there. Like we never know what's going to happen to this kid. We never know what happens to his mom. Like life just moves on. And I kind of like a story that kind of opens and closes. Yeah. And I felt like this was just like, Oh, see, we I could have another season. See, I know. I don't think we will, but no, I don't either. Um, no, I did. It, that didn't bother me in this instance with this story. It didn't bother me that it was left with like, all right, I, I wasn't I didn't care enough that I wanted to know what happened else with his life. To me, this story's over and now he's okay. going to do whatever he's going to do and his mom's going to do what he's going to do. It, I, you know, the short of the police busting in and Steve Crumb not being killed. And then them getting arrested and everything, and then he reunites with his family. Like, that would have been satisfying. But with him being killed and it just being like – it seemed very realistic. You, you know what would have changed it for me? Like if everything that happened right there happened like it did, he chained himself in, and then we got a scene of that guy from his high school sitting down there with him to do therapy with him unchained while he is chained up. Like, and then it would have been like, oh, okay, 
So now I kind of know that he continued on with the therapy or something like that would have given it more, even yeah. though it's ambiguous and you don't know what's going to happen. It would have given it more of a note to go out on than, yeah. you know, it just, he never did anything in this to prove to me that he could grow or change. So seeing him lock himself up down there felt completely disingenuous and I didn't believe that it would stick. Okay. So that that's one of the reasons that it was just unsatisfying for me. Okay. But I'm glad you, I'm glad it was for you. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I didn't think you were. Fucking manifest returns to the top of Netflix ranks after season four debut. Fuck manifest. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that too. Um, Midnight club. I'm, I'm enjoying it still. Um, mm-hmm. have you watched any of the episodes it. yet? Nope. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's, it's, you know, again, for me, the fun part is watching like, you know, um, versions of of his other books being turned into short stories that, that the kids are talking about plus the overarching story that's going on in the background um mm-hmm. you know yeah i'm i'm enjoying the hell out of it i, I i'm kind of watching this one a little slow okay taking my time with it you know trying to make it last a little bit seeing how you're not watching it and no one else was watching it besides me yep Yep, I feel you there uh that's how i'm approaching um i'm going to be approaching cabinet of curiosities so I, I've actually watched six episodes, which I was very surprised when you sent me your message that said I watched the first two episodes and it was really good because yeah. I remember sitting here on the podcast when we watched the trailer for the first time and you were like, I got no interest in that looks terrible. Yeah. And then you're like, I watched the first two episodes. and They're great. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, well, that's kind of where it ended. <laughs> if the, I'm being honest, episodes? no, I've watched six of them. And you, and you still like it? Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I see where you're going now. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I showed no. the trailer to Julia. I was like, hey, you know, it's spooky season. Then I showed her the trailer. She's like, no, no, I have no interest in that whatsoever. I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll slow play it then. So, Lot 36, um, mm-hmm. about abandoned storage units, loved it. Absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Told a great story. You know, um, I just, I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Graveyard Rats. I've seen this story before somewhere else. Maybe it was a Tales from the Crypt. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's it's a short story. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I can click on a link here. Uh, Came out in 1936. Uh, it's been reprinted a bunch of times. It was in the anthology film Trilogy of Terror 2. Um, it's been in a, I've seen it in a couple other places. I know I've, I think I even saw it in a comic book once. Um, great story. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Um, liked it a lot. The Autopsy. Oh, yeah, three episodes. First three. Really enjoyed this one. Really, really, really enjoyed this one. So you were like building up. Yes. Yeah. So the first one was great. Second one was good. Third one was honestly fantastic. You know, um, mm-hmm. episode four. Okay. With Katie Michi. That's a little different. That's a little different. Okay. Like, I, okay. I'm not saying I loved it. I'm not saying I disliked it. I'm just going to say that's a little different. Um, and then episode five. Oh, yeah, no, not, not real good. Not, not real good at all. Mm. Episode six. Yeah. Whew. 
That was Rahuff. Interesting. Yeah, and I got two more to go. I am <laughs> going to finish it. But, like, first three were fantastic, and then episode four, it started going downhill. Episode five, it just it just kept on a going downhill. Um, hmm. And then episode six, it really was going downhill. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with seven and eight. But um, episode three, like episode one, really good. Episode three, I absolutely loved. Episode two was great. But um, four, okay, that's 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 one way to. Okay, and then five, <laughs> uh, and then okay. six. So we'll see what happens with the next two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just real quick, I guess. Uh, Roseanne, loving it. I mean, sorry, the Connors, loving it. Uh, this is this is a shock to me, and I think the original Roseanne went ten seasons, something like that. The original okay. run. I don't know if you. You you watched it back in the day, did you not? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, the first run went nine seasons. That's right. It went nine seasons. Um. <clears throat> and then we got season ten, which came out in two thousand eighteen, and it was only nine episodes. And it got renewed for another season. It was like, oh, that's cool. And then she, you know, went on the Twitter and screwed that one up for her. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then we got the Connors. And that is now five seasons in and 70 well, she was episodes. In, she was in the Connors to begin with. No, Roseanne's no the no Roseanne was season ten was two thousand eighteen. And then oh. at the end of that, when she made said the shit she said, they then came back uh, with the Connors, gotcha. Okay. Her. Yes, and that first season of the Connors was eleven episodes, and then each up each season after that, two, three, and four were twenty, and now season five is twenty-two episodes. Gotcha. So we're gonna get when season five is done. You know, we're gonna have eighty-three episodes of this show, where you have like John Goodman and 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 Melissa, is it Melissa Gilbert, Sarah Gilbert, and yep. you know whatnot. You know, playing these characters for sixteen for for fifteen seasons, essentially <laughs> now combined, uh, with that huge gap in the middle. Like I, when when Roseanne came back, I thought, oh, that's a great season. When they took her off the show, I thought, oh, it's not going to last without her because you know, like it's Roseanne. You know, except they're calling mm-hmm. it the Connors now. But the fact that we're five seasons in is just, really shocks me. Um, yeah, I just enjoy the hell out of it. It's it's simple, mindless, easy watching TV for me. So, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, oh, the other show I watch that you don't watch, CSI Vegas. It's just a good show. And I think Criminal Minds is coming back uh, later this month. Yeah, like Criminal Minds Evolution or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Um, yeah. I figured you I, uh, I I can't watch Chucky anymore for some reason. Why? Why not? Um, everywhere that I go wants me to sign into a TV provider. You know, Peacock doesn't have the most recent season. They only have season one. 
And then everywhere else, if I go on the sci-fi web app, if I go on the sci-fi app on my iPad, if I try going anywhere else, it's always just like sign into a cable provider. So for some reason, yeah. the sci-fi app was perfectly fine for like the first three episodes. And now it's like, no, you need to sign into a cable provider. So fuck it. You know, I wasn't that invested yeah. anyway. It, it was a fun show, but uh, eventually Peacock will have all of season two. Like, um, American Dad, for instance, is on TBS. And season 17, it was a, it was the same thing. You couldn't go on the TBS app. You couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. As soon as season 17 was done airing, like a week later, all the episodes popped up on Hulu. Yeah. So I know that the same thing's going to happen with Chucky. It's too bad that I can't watch them week to week, you know, but oh well. Um, so I, I haven't started watching it again. But I will say this, like for me to watch AEW Wrestling on Wednesdays on TBS and Fridays on TNT – I use my mom's Spectrum account to log in, so or yeah. else I w- I'd have to f- figure out some sort of way to watch it otherwise. Yeah, it, it's too bad that they're still doing that. And there's some things like if you click on Hulu, it'll be like, oh, if you get the live TV, I'm like, I'm not paying sixty bucks a month. Well, here's the thing, like, if wh- why not just let me watch it on the Sci-Fi app without signing in for cable provider, right? And make me watch commercials. Yeah, I I'd have no problem with that. I want yeah. commercials. Yeah. Um. I, I had forgotten to talk about this the past couple of times that we've talked, but uh, we uh, we've been watching the third season of Love Is Blind. Um, oh, I think we talked about it when we got together a couple weeks ago. Yes, I asked if you guys were watching it. Um, excuse me. Hold on. Uh, so tonight when we lost power, we were at the very end of episode 10, which they've staggered it this year. So it's like you got like three episodes, three episodes, three episodes per week. And then they've got two episodes coming next week. So next week, this week we got. Anyway, we've seen one full wedding. We've seen one wedding where they cut it off right as they asked one of the people you know do you say i do um and then the next episode will be the other three couples because only five couples managed to make it out of the pods um i I didn't you say they made it out of the pods though in record time Mm. yeah it was like two episodes in this time so they spent almost no time in the pods getting to know these people or showing us like we got two episodes of them in the pods and proposing and then it it was all outside of the pods after that um this is one of those like this is one of those shows that i would not normally go for like Mm -hmm. second season julie was like oh i watched the first season alone i'd love to watch it with you and i'm like ah it's trash tv but we ended up watching it and i fell into it hook line and sinker like it was just it was very enjoyable trash tv and uh this season so i was looking forward to it i'm like honey Season three is coming on. Um, you know, I've been um, really, really pushing to watch them as they come out. And yep. it's been a ton of fun. Um, I found myself tonight saying, how is it that this person in the first few episodes, I hated them and I was dissing on them and they sucked. And now I'm actually like all about them. Like I'm team this person and I'm not going to give it away for anybody, but, um, yeah, like 
loyalties change, people grow, things are different. Uh, I get right into it. You know, we're making commentary, everything from like, this person's a child to why is she wearing that color lipstick? Like everything. It's fucking enjoyable as hell. And I, I love it. It's so good. It's definitely the type of show that is more fun to watch with somebody else. Like, I can't imagine just sitting there watching it by myself and being like, mm, okay. Like you need to yeah, comment to other people and you need to like, yeah. Oh, why did he do that? I don't know why he did that. I hate him so much. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't seem like a uh that's a solo show. Mm-mm. But I got to say if you if you got like a buddy or a partner or anything like that, somebody that you like watching shows with, they can be so much fun. Um one of the things about it though is like after the second season, people were talking about, you know, from behind the scenes and they were like they said that inside the pods, um, they ply them with a ton of alcohol. Like they force them to drink constantly and they don't always let them eat food. So they're like blood sugar gets low and then they're drunk. Um, they were definitely doing that in this season as well. You could see it um, watching the bachelor and bachelorette parties, you know, like people are coming on t- uh, on the screen. They're like, blah, 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 and you're like, wow, that person is drunk. So it's definitely how they keep a lot of the drama going. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're all caught up on that. Um, I'm looking for what else I watch that you don't watch. Oh, we went on a big run of Doctor Who. Oh, nice. So so we did Hyde, um, Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, Crimson Horror, which fucking Strax, Fostra, and Jenny, awesome. Nightmare in Silver, which was great. Oh, man, you guys know, did Mr. Clever. Uh, and then we got to the name of the Doctor, and... Julie was like, what the hell? What, what is this? You know, this was Trenzalore. This was, and, uh, then at the very end, when we saw, you know, introducing John Hurt as the doctor, she's like, is it regeneration time? And I'm like, yeah, mm. she's, like, she's like, I love him. I just got to loving Matt Smith. And now you're going to, and I was like, mm. so yesterday we sat down and had like a, we made up some, uh, queso dip and some chips and we sat down and had a thing of it and we watched the day of the doctor what a great episode what a great uh, special and i got to tell her about how great it was that we went down to brunswick and saw it in the theater and, yeah you know, surrounded <laughs> by fans oh and everything was great until david Tennant was getting in his tardis and he was like trenzalore i think we need to pick a new destination because I don't want to go. And she just like her face turned to the other. She's like, no, no, no. Unacceptable. I was like, no shit. I was like the whole theater just erupted at that point. Yeah. Oh, like she's like, that is not fair. I'm like, no, it is not fair. It is not fair at all that they would give him that line right there. I don't want to go. Oh, yeah. Mm. Now that was, that was, that was my design. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, so next we have, um, the time of the doctor. Nice. And we all know what that is. I'm, and I will say this to you right now, in case she's listening, I will keep it vague, but I'm really looking forward to, do you remember the telephone? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I am yeah. really, really looking forward to that part because I remember loving that the first time I saw it. And I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh. Yeah. I think next year, probably, I need to do a Doctor Who rewatch. 
Yeah. Gearing up to the 60th anniversary. I think that would be good. I'll, I'll struggle through Bill. I really have a hard time with Bill. Like, that's really devastating to me. Uh-huh. I'm interested to hear what Julie has to say, but Bill, Bill, Bill's story is very tragically heartbreaking to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's weird how things affect you or you mm-hmm. hold on to things. Mm-hmm. I'm uh there's a few things that I'm like I was looking ahead and I saw, you know, episode four, listen, and I was like, Oh, I cannot wait to watch listen again. Um I there's a lot of things that I can't wait for, but there's also a lot of things that I'm like, Oh, that's that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I basically told her, you know, once we hit we've got three seasons of Capaldi, we've got three seasons of Whitaker, and then we'll be caught up. So we basically got a year, which that's not bad, but at the same time, that's a lot to watch, you know, if you're not staying on yep. top of it. Yep. Um, but then she's going to be caught up with like, the rest of us plebeians. Yeah, it reminds me of me watching Battlestar Galactica, like, uh, mm. multiple seasons in, and then just being able to <laughs> sit down and burn through it. And like, oh, I didn't have to wait two years for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also you know, did honestly, a- my, my detestation of, of politics right now is so high. I don't think I could rewatch Battlestar because I know it's we agreed, politics. I and we also agreed that it wasn't terrible politics, mm. but still, just like just sitting here, even thinking of the Razor movie and how that went, I just yeah, yeah. Because remember, it was always for the longest time, it was like an episode of action, an episode of politics, an episode of yeah. action, an episode of politics. And you're right; I don't think that I could handle that right now. And I don't know if it's just because we're both working for the state at the time of a big election or because politics has literally been front and center every day for years now. But, yeah, I just I can't handle it. No, I I really can't handle politics at all right now. I listened to an episode of this American this week's episode of This American Life, and Mm -hmm. it just it disgusted me. Hmm. It absolutely disgusted me. Had to the do with the episode or the politics. The, no, the episode was all about politics. The episode of oh. This American Life. It's a podcast. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was all about um, um, some sort of rigging. Not like jerry rigging, but like it has to do with the maps, the district maps, the regional. Oh, gerrymandering. Maps. Gerrymandering. Thank you. And it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and in Ohio, in Ohio, how they. How they finally voted to like change the way they do it and the constitution, this and that, and then being told five times by the state supreme court that okay, this is not actual a change. No, you're not following the guy. Like, it was infuriating just to listen to. Hmm. Oh yeah, every class that I've ever taken, every uh, seminar that I've watched where they talk about that. Uh, John Oliver did an amazing episode on gerrymandering. It oh, makes me sick to my did. stomach. It yeah. makes me sick to my stomach seeing this and how ridiculous it is that these people get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. Hey, by the way, it's fucking infuriating. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I voted a week and a half ago. Same. Well, as soon as I got back to Boston, I voted. I, no, I went to go register my vehicle before I went to New Hampshire at the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, hey, while I'm here, can I get my absentee ballot? And they're like, absolutely. And they passed it to me. And I turned around, filled it out in the thing, sealed it up, and passed it back to them. Yep. 
same. We, as, like I said, as soon as we got back from Boston, drove right over there. There was nobody in there. There was like, you know, the three people who worked there and they were like, Oh sure. But like, there was no, um, no line, no anything. And we filled it right out and submitted. Yep. Yep. Oh, well, well worth it. I, uh, well I picked up a new early. show this week. Okay. What's the new show? The peripheral, the one on Amazon with Chloe. Oh, Grace Moretz. How is it? It's very interesting. Uh, I'm two episodes in so far, uh, watching it by myself. It's very interesting. Um, it's kind of got a Westworld feel to feel to it. Uh, the first episode is a little confusing. Uh, they do a lot of setup where she's basically like they, they, everybody plays VR video games, but it's like super realistic. Everything looks like a movie essentially. And, uh, so it doesn't look like a video game at all. And so she's really good and her brother's okay, but you know, he, he only, she plays with his avatar. So it looks like he's really good. Um, but basically what it is, is, um, she gets this thing, uh, little VR headset that kind of goes around the back of her head and it allows her to jack into a body. At first it's her brother's body, but it's a robotic body 70 years in the future. So it's quantum tunneling where she is controlling an avatar of him. And then by the next episode, she gets her own and they explain what it is. So it's not really spoiling anything like this is 70 years in the future. And they're the people in the future are trying to track down one of their agents and they need her help with it because, um, somebody from her time saw this person. It's an interesting little mystery. There's a lot of high tech stuff in it. Um, got to watch some good old boys take out a team of, you know, highly, trained professional assassins um i like it so far i want to watch more of it so yeah okay um ghosts we got two episodes to talk about yes first one is halloween 2 the ghost of hetty's past uh basically <laughs> they uh Jay invites their new neighbors and whatnot to a party because they're going to Liam Neeson's party. And, and Jay's like, well, we're having a cool party. He lies. And they're like, well, we'll stop by. Mm -hmm. So they do a seance and Jay's like, this will be awesome. We can make the ghosts flick the lights and, and breathe and moan and whatever. So that way, you know, they give them a good little experience. Well, the seance actually opens a portal and Hetty's old maid returns. Uh-huh. And they the one fight that for, her husband cheated on her with. Yes, exactly. I like the point where she says, like, I hope he didn't give you syphilis. And she said, I gave him syphilis. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, so obviously things don't go well. And yeah, there's a feather duster that belongs to the maid. And that's what's preventing her from being sent back with the reverse seance. And then they try to get Hetty and the maid together in the vault where they can't walk out. And. Somehow Flower manages to close the door and lock Sam inside. Because the she can't pass through the door so she can press against it. Right. And so Flower's an idiot. And so Jay comes back with a feather duster having a very awkward time at Liam Neeson's party. Um, Which we never got to see Liam Neeson. I was very No, we never got to see Liam Neeson's. That was sad. <laughs> but my favorite is when he's just like, Sam? Sam? Okay, well, whatever. And then like Bjorn uh, 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 Thorfinn makes the the lights flicker, and he's like, "Oh, Lassie Thorfinn, are you trying to tell me something?" 
and he goes in the bathroom and he's looking around and I love I just I love Jay's interaction like this week when Sam makes a comment and Jay's like you, you just, the powers are a waste on you like he's so yes. jealous yes she's like yeah. oh I don't want to deal with that and he's like the powers are wasted on you yeah but he's just he's just completely accepting of everything I, his character is like my favorite character practically I, I said the exact same thing I I was like he is so open and accepting of yeah. everything it's just great. You know, most like, shows you'd see the husband would be like, oh, I'm so tired of this. Oh, you and the ghost. Jay's just like, cool. Yeah, I'll move yeah. chairs so that he can be in the sunbeam. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, ghost Lassie. So you're going to make, oh, you want me to turn the, the, the hot water on to steam the, the mirror up so you, so, you know, pantless can leave me a message? Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he just kind of stands there waiting for it to steam up. He's like, he's like, well, this okay. is going to be a while. Yep. And he's like, you know, Sam's safe. Oh, good. Sam's safe. That's great. And he walks away. <laughs> Well, it seemed easier than writing out Sam Vault, you know, yeah. fewer letters. And then um, I can't think of his name. Isaac walks through him to make it. And so we, we smell the stink, which they blamed on Pete earlier. Because he didn't want his stinky Pete. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, it's terrible. Oh, you want me to go back in? Sam in safe. Sam's in safe. You know, and he rescues <laughs> her. Like the whole thing was awesome. Like, yes, I, I yep. just I love I love the fact that we're not playing this game where she's hiding this from him. Yes. Yes. And that again, he's not like constantly either mad that he doesn't have the, I mean, sometimes he's like, man, I wish I could talk to the ghost Yeah. or, you know, that whole Pete thing where he's like, man, hurry up and die so we can be best friends. Yeah. Um, but it was a good episode. They were able to do the reverse seance and send her back. And then the most recent episode, Baby Bjorn, over at their neighbors that they don't get along with, you know, Cousin Larry's house. Mm-hmm. He, she sees a Viking, this time finally, sees like a Viking ghost, and it's it's Thorfinn's son, Bjorn. And they I, kind I like, of array- by the way, that, that Cousin Larry's mom is there as a ghost and constantly belittling him and hating on him. And yep. Sam just like doesn't even interact with her, just walks right by. Nothing. No care. No well, I like the fact that this week we got to see her like when Jay sees the upside down pineapples and doesn't know that that's a swinger <laughs> thing. And I like how um, like uh, we still see the ghost ridiculing her son, but like no one can hear but us, basically. Mm-hmm. Usually we only get that when Sam's around. Right. Um, but Sam makes it a play so that Bjorn can stand in a window and yell to his father who's standing into a window at their house. So they can yell back and forth at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, a little tension, you know, where they're getting the, when she's get, asking questions and getting the history. And Bjorn apparently married a Dane and has kids that are a Dane. And the Danes are evil and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we have that. But no, <laughs> it, it was good. The show's just good. I just enjoy the hell out of it. Yes. There was just, there's so much fun to it. And even when it's, like ridiculously over the top slapstick sitcom generic stuff. It's still super fun. Like I've never found myself like, Oh, this episode sucks. Or, Oh, this is too much. Like it always comes back around really well. Yeah. I, uh, I, I started the new blockbuster series on Netflix. How is that? It's okay. Okay. I've only watched the first two episodes, you know, like I'm not, I'm not blown away. Okay. You know, um, you know, Randall Park in it, he's great. He owns the last blockbuster store. It's obviously hilarious. That's based on, it's on Netflix, you know, but, um, 
it's it's decent enough. You know, it's 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 nothing fancy. It's nothing special. There's some nostalgia feeling to it because, like, we're sitting there watching it, and they're in the video store. And first of all, there's way too many fucking people working there. Like, I noticed that in the first five minutes, there's like six people the working trailer. at the store. Yeah. yeah, and they're all we were working lucky at if we the had same. Two. <laughs> but they're all working at the same time, like open to close seven days a week, apparently. Um, mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But otherwise, like we're sitting there watching it, and Kate just goes, can you smell it? And I go, yeah, I can. Like, you know, smell a video store. Like, like mm-hmm. it's so, I mean, there's some nostalgia in it. And, you know, it's, it's, and then it's just in general, just, it, it is fun. Um, I wouldn't give it a hard sell by any means, but they're short episodes. And, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely finish the series at some point, but I, I've watched yeah. two so far. I haven't watched any of it yet, but um, Julie and I had watched the trailer. She actually sent me the trailer, and I was yeah. like, oh, cool. And um, she's like, is that bringing back a lot of memories? I was like, oh, fuck, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It, there's definitely just some heavy the nostalgia feel you there. Yeah. Um, his best friend who, who owns the strip mall, the store is in, who also owns like a party supply store. Is obnoxiously annoying in, in one way. Oh, uh, okay. A little bit of a turnoff. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Yeah. But. Oh, let's see what else. Did we talked about? We talked about. We didn't talk about. Uh, the rookie. You know, I don't hate the show. Did, did you watch the episode? The one that's a crossover with the rookie yeah. feds? No, I'm not yeah. going to. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I read it. I that's read why the you synopsis. don't hate the show yet. <laughs> right. I read the synopsis. I watched the ending. Yep, she got shot in the head. Great. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, that's why I don't hate it yet. I don't know. It's like the show started out really well. Mm-hmm. You know what's killing it right now? What is uh, his rookie? Yeah, she's obnoxious. She's not only obnoxious, but like the whole the whole reason that you and I really liked the rookie from the beginning was because even though it was fantastical, it was based in police procedures, you know, and there were a lot of rules that were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that is what they would do. And, you know, things like being stuck on desk duty or, you know, doing the intakes and stuff like that. It was like, yep, 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 yep. Now it started branching out and getting more re- ridiculous. The, the, his rookie would not be allowed on the streets. No, um, she would not be. There's too many things that she's doing wrong. There's mm-hmm. too many things that she is breaking protocol, um, th- th- like falling asleep on the job. I'm sorry. Yep. A, a, an officer falling asleep on the job is bad enough, but in plain view of their supervising officer, done. You're you're fucking out. You're gone. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Done. And and the fact that she keeps getting away with this stuff and she keeps getting to be her quirky little um, superstitious uh, voodoo. Yeah. Or you know, it's she not shows working. up at his house to to sleep because she's tired. Uh huh. And they bicker like her parents did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I told you when I watched that two-parter that I might be done with the show. I have watched the next two, Fugitive and Reckoning. Um, I still think 
I, I can't say that I'm going to stick with the show. Like for right now, I put it on as a background show, seeing yeah. the whole thing in episode six with, um, with Wesley and the, the criminal from oh, the last season. Yes. He, yes. Yes. Put the away and now, that, and now that and girl shows up and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm going to tear it apart. I'm going to make you guys look bad. So the DA is like, yeah, we're, we're just going to let this one go. We're, we're just going to let him go. Cause you know, the optics on it are bad. Talk about politics. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, I watched that. Stupid, and then, you know, stupid. the guy steps out of his car and he's like, I'll be seeing you. Mm, done. Fucking done. Fucking done, 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 done. Yeah, no, I, I kind of get what you're saying there. I do. But guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to keep watching. So does that leave us three shows to talk about? Um, where's my list? I know we got to talk about Young Rock, Quantum Leap, and Andor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Another show I'm watching that I don't think you are. I start is Alaska Daily. Uh, you are correct. I'm not watching. Yeah, I've I've watched a few episodes. Um, it's good. I wouldn't give it a hard sell. I don't go out of my way to watch it. It's more along the lines of like, oh, there's a new episode. Oh, I'm, it's just Wesley and I. Or, or Kate doesn't want to watch anything or whatever. I'll, I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't dislike it. I am enjoying it. But um, it's not must-see TV. It's more along the lines of like, hey, I'll watch this now. Okay. What you got? What you, what Young you Rock. Talk about Young Rock. Did you watch it? I did. Great episode. I, I love the TV Time app. I, I, we're not endorsed by them or anything, but TV Time has kept me on track in the past couple of weeks like nothing else. You know, I get yeah. that little notification that says Young Rock comes back, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have known that. And then I know that to go, you know, hunt it down. Which this time I believe I had to go on Peacock. Was it Peacock? Yes, it's on Peacock. Yeah, because usually I was watching it on Hulu, and Hulu's like, oh, you can watch it on live TV. And I'm like, well, fuck. But I knew that it was back, so I went and checked it out on Peacock. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I still like the show. Um, yeah. I still really like the, um, the historical stuff going on there. You know, we finally got to see the, uh, the kind of fallout of, yeah, Rocky. we got to see the fallout. Well, we, well, Becky Lynch was on this week as as Cindy Lauper, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah, and she did a good job. Yep. Uh, we got to got to, like I I can provide some more accurate context to the things that happened, like the story of him getting the Hulk Hogan's headband and Hogan taking it back. That happened, but it didn't happen that way. Uh, okay. Hogan threw his headband. He was in the ring for a match, and he threw a headband into the crowd. The mm-hmm. Rock happened to catch it. Young Young Dewey Johnson caught it. And then when he went out back later, you know, with his dad, he's like, hey, Hulk, Hulk, look, I got your headband. And Hulk said, oh, thanks, brother, and took it and threw it in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is funnier than, like, what they showed on TV. Like, that's, oh, this is that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's just like, oh, hey, thanks, and threw it in his bag. And that was the end of it. <laughs> I would have liked to see that even more. Yeah. So to me, that was even funnier. Um than what we got. 
but yeah, like, you know, Rocky screwing himself out of WrestleMania one and Vince say, like, take the knife out my back. And then basically the rock, you know, Rocky Johnson going up wrestling his end of days into obscurity. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the rocks big push as Rocky Maivia and the crowds hating him because the crowd hated him <laughs> chanting die Rocky die and everything. And then, you know, he lost the title to Owen and then he got injured and then he came back as a bad guy, which we'll probably see next episode. What that's what I'm waiting the, for is, is yeah. his heel turn. Cause I know that that's when things started taking off. Well, that's when he became the rock and that's when he started his catchphrases and everything else. What do you mm-hmm. think of the background story at the end where like the president needs his help? I hated that. Um, I, I don't know what was going on with that, but it felt, it felt ridiculous. And, a way to kind of keep that political story going, um, which I don't know that it needed to go, you know, at the beginning of this episode, well, not really the beginning of this, the beginning of this season in this episode, you know, he said, I don't belong in politics. You know, I don't want to be there anymore. So I thought, great, we're going to break away from that. We can still have Randall talking to him about his history. It's still great compelling stuff it doesn't have to be on the campaign trail so hearing the president say the people need you ah it just it felt gimmicky and maybe that works because it is a wrestling show you know and everything in the wwe is gimmicky so you know maybe they're going for that um so in that case i guess maybe it works but it just it felt a little i thought we're gonna get away from that storyline as well and, and clearly we're we are not yeah so what did you think of Quantum Leap? So we had two episodes here. Um, the first one was What a Disaster. And this was a 1989 San Francisco earthquake that wrecked so much ass. Um, this was a great episode, not just because Jewel State was there. Uh, he basically leapt into a guy who was um, getting a divorce from her. You know, and Doesn't he... Doesn't she sound the same, but looks so different? Yes, she looks like a mom. I know, I know she's older, but she looks like she's had work done or something. Like she was glammed up, and she was supposed to just be a working mom in this. So I don't know, but she's awesome. The Jewel State will always be awesome. I mean, she is forty. That's it. I know. Yeah, she is forty. Like she's wow. younger than us. Yeah. But I actually thought she was even younger, quite frankly, till I just saw her age. Interesting. Like um, she was like the young, like I guess she wasn't a teenager, but the young teenage girl on Firefly, and hmm. you know, she's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so they're gonna get a divorce. Uh, her, their kid heard them, overheard his mom talking to a lawyer. So, you know, he ran away and went back to their original apartment in another part of the city. Um, so they have to get over there to save him. Um, lots of stuff ensues. It was, it was a good story. It was a typical quantum leap type story. Uh, what got me was when they discovered the identity of the other leaper you know, from the last episode and the logic that they use behind it, where they said basically that, you know, he, you know, the, the imaging chamber allows her to see Ben as Ben, 
that's why they were able to see this guy as him rather than whoever he had leapt into. Yeah. And they determined that, you know, he's military, blah, blah, blah. They went and they found him. Uh, I like when, uh, when they showed up there and he's like, you know, I'm magic. I'm Admiral so-and-so blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, I'm in, sir. He's like, uh, yeah. What do you mean? He's like, uh, an admiral shows up here. You know, you've got an intelligent woman my here mother's with you. house on a Sunday. Yep. Yep. Full yeah. dressed up. You know, he's like, yeah. I, whatever you've got my folder there. I'm in, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Whatever you <laughs> and need. I just, I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever you need for him. I'm in. Yep. And I like how one of them figured out like, well, I mean, he's not leaping now, but who says he's not leaping in the future? Exactly. So sometime in the future, this guy joins either this quantum leap program or another yeah. quantum leap program. Um, and the fact that Ben has been trying to get to the future, you know, this guy says, stop following me. Like there's, there's still more going on, which we got a good yeah. hint at in the next episode, which so, was, go ahead. The, the, the the earthquake episode we spent the, we still spent a lot of time in present time yes but then the halloween episode if you will o ye of little faith was with like a good 90% of that episode was in 1934 where the episode took place mm-hmm. like it was it was it was like an old style quantum leap episode yes and essentially it's 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 a, their spoof of the exorcist Mm-hmm. He's there to perform an exorcism on a young girl. It's a murder mystery who done it type of thing. They use science, da 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 da. And it was a good episode, you know. And the the reason that we mostly focused on him was because the imaging chamber glitched out. Yes. And so yes. they were trying to fix that, but meanwhile we focused mostly on him without any backup. Right. He had to figure things out on his own. And they lead us to believe that he was reading, like performing the exorcism, and he exercised Addison out of there. As opposed mm-hmm. to the, the the demon or whatever, right? Um, so of course, at the end, in the end of the day, uh, there was drugging involved, there was deception, there was murder, but there was no, there was no demon or anything. Right. However, right before Ben leaps, we see Addison get pushed out, and we see Janice, Al's daughter, pop in. And she's like staticky, like an old antenna TV. And she's got his hand calm. And she's like, Ben, Ben, my name's Janice. Da, 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 da. I've been trying to get a hold of you. And, of course, he leaps and we don't get to hear what it is. Yeah, she, she said that she had to push them out. And she's been blocking their signal all day while she yeah. tried to get through to him. And, um, yeah, yeah. But she's trying to give him a warning and it doesn't work out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I am enjoying the hell out of this show. Like good episodes, bad episodes, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like all Damn in all straight. I'm I'm hooked on the story and I want to know what the backstory is. Same. Yep. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it in every capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh love this show. Love yep. this show. Yeah. I hate manifest. Just throwing that out yes. there. Yes. I also hate manifest. So yes, I'm there with you, sir. Yep. <laughs> um, so what does that leave? Andor? Andor. We got Andor. On the TV show the side of things. Right. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know, quite frankly, if I have it in me to break down these episodes. I, I really would rather just give them a gloss. I, I, 
And yeah, my, let's let's gloss them. My majority of the gloss on this is I fucking love this show. Like I yes. swear it gets better every episode. Yep. Yep. Um, the the prison stuff was so well done. Like yeah. they could have easily gone overboard and they could have made this like tedious and boring. And yeah. uh, but I I felt like the intensity. Yeah. When when they were you know on program and they got yeah. to put their hands on their head and talking about how like each table had a group of people the the intensity like I was getting nervous for him when he first got down there and everybody was doing their job and they were all putting the pieces together and he's just standing there like completely blown away like he knew nothing um, and what is it they're building by the way I don't know uh, this at reminds first glance, me I'd of, say yeah. I was going to say like um, the outer parts to hold the wings on TIE fighters. Yeah. Like it looked like something like that, but they're building like in ever. It seems like everyone in this room is building the same thing. So I'm wondering if like in another room, they're constructing a different piece, but mm-hmm. you know, episode yeah, they eight, have so many floors and so many different rooms. And yeah. Episode eight, uh, Narcana five. We, you know, we, he arrives at the prison. We learn about the prison. We learn about the guards. They're barefoot. They don't have weapons. The whole place is electrified. You know, blah 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 blah. Um, we learn about his he job. So much of the world. Do. Yes. You know, they talked about how, like, when the red lights are on, you've got four seconds before the floor becomes electrified. Make sure you're in your pod. Like, this was not just a uh, you're in jail. Deal with it. Like, they right. built you know, the whole world for us. Yes. Like, here's your bunk. There's no cells. There's no doors. But that's because we don't need them. Here's your food. Eat as much as you want. That was the other thing. Like, mm-hmm. hey, they would they want us to eat all kinds of food and get protein so we can work better. That mm-hmm. only makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, however, if your table wins, you get flavoring your food. You know? Yes. <laughs> here's a motivator. Um, so, like, I loved how they established the prison that he's in so well. And then this episode... The most recent one, it's all established. He's 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 been there six months, eight months, whatever it is. He's in a routine, you know. Like it's, you know, we 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 learned some shenanigans on one of the other conveyors where they kill everybody because they found out something they shouldn't, you know. Like it's just, this is oh. where he's building, becoming a rebel because he's in a he's in a situation where he, you know, to escape to survive, he needs to. And they're working out like different members. Like I thought Andy Serkis's character was going to be fucking them over, but he knows that they're all communicating with each other, but he's just like, don't step out of line. Like he's not trying to actively stop them. He's just like, don't, you know, don't fuck with us. Yeah. Um, Don't screw me over and you're fine. Exactly. Uh, You know, do whatever you want. And when Andor kept asking him, he's like, how many guards on each floor? How many guards? And he's like, no, no. Then the old guy, goes down and they have to put him down and he's like how many guards on each foot never more than 12 i'm like yeah here it comes well that was the thing because yes because like the guard leaves and the doctor's there and he's just like so like why did they kill everyone and he basically goes because a guy got released after his last shift and then the next day he was back on a different floor Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like so they're really not letting anyone go and yeah you know, Andy Circus's character is like, if I do my time and I do what I'm supposed to do and I work hard, I'm going to get out of here. And then when he realizes, oh, no, they're not letting anyone go because on mm-hmm. the outside world, it's not going well for the Empire. So yeah. they they need these prisoners. They don't want to let people go to join the rebellion and they need them to work and, and make them stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it was kind of almost concentration camp esque. 
with the forced labor without the mass genocide. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, at the same time, they did wipe out a whole floor. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The, the show gets better and better with each passing episode. It does. Now, what about the bombshell when Mon Mothma's cousin came to visit her? Yeah. And it was the leader of the rebellion group that did the heist. You remember like when I, she was sitting down yeah. with the other woman and the other woman had said to her, you know, like, you're just a spoiled rich girl. And we're all like, she's a rebel sheep herder. And yeah. now we see her like all gussied up and dressed up meeting with Mon Mothma. And she's like, yeah. hi, cuz like, oh, shit. Yeah, um, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty huge. Yeah. Um, so that again just like the other things, it adds more depth to it. You know, she has multiple levels to her. This shows how deep the rebellion is going that, you know, she is wealthy and she is to do, and she has everything, but she's like, no, the, the rebellion's more important. I'm going to be down in the trenches. Yep. Loved it. (sighs) Yeah. Again, every episode, I like it more and more, you know, and here's the thing. It's still star Wars, even though we don't have lightsabers and we don't have Jedi, (laughs) And we don't have, you know what I mean? Like it's still star Wars. And even when they're doing politics on this, it's not a drag. It's Mm -hmm. actually engaging. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just loving this, this, this side of the world that we're getting to see. Uh, I'm a little sad. We've only got three more episodes, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, we still have a whole nother season that leads right up, leads right up to Rogue One. And they're going to start the uh, filming of that soon, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Movies. And I'll just say movies galore because I watched eight or nine. Why don't you start hitting me up? Because I know that at least one, two, three. I know at least three movies on my list, four movies on my list. You already watched. And I believe you probably watched the other two as well. So why don't you hit me up with your movies and then we'll talk about mine so that we can compare notes. All right. So I watched a movie called Terror Trips. I think it was on Amazon. You you uh, told me about this like two two. Okay, episodes I did. Ago. All right. All right. Because last episode you were like, why didn't you watch this? And I I have watched it now. Okay. So now you've watched it. Yes. And. You, you said that there was some big story where you, like, tweeted the director and he came back to you. Yeah, and the, so just, okay, but what did you think of the movie as a whole? I thought it was not worth my time. Oh. Um, I loved the concept. The opening scene where the guy was talking about starting up a business where they go to famous horror movie locations, rent yeah. them out, bring people in, let them have like a weekend getaway type thing. And then they screen the movies like yeah. Camp, the original Camp Crystal Lake or, you know, the Shining yeah. Hotel. I love that concept. I would fucking sign up for that in a heartbeat. But yes. the movie itself was it, it was very um, it was very low budget. Like yeah. it, it wasn't that they made a shitty movie. It was just that it was a very low budget movie. And, you know, I just, I got through it and I was like, okay, I, I've seen this now. So have you seen the credits? Did you watch through the credits? Yes. Okay. And I, and I, especially the very last scene, like I thought that I girl wrote, was dead. Why did George join the bad guys? It doesn't make any sense. I don't see Anna not producing all three women and only two sets of human organs based on the earlier storyline of her desperately needing three and three. Yeah, she needed three and three. 
That was it was pretty thing. disturbing finish the way the two girls who were being kidnapped, how they decided to, to take care of things. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a little disturbing. Hero back. George's actions in helping the Russians was always up, up to viewer interpretation. I left it vague on purpose. My own personal thoughts, though, George didn't just join them. She was always in on it with them. She set up the entire encounter. I, yeah, I could see that. George is the one that had the idea for the company. George found Black Volga. George had no had a contact in Poland. She was emailing with. George is the one that suggested they all split up. George refused to kill Katrina in their fight and then was shocked when Eli slashed her throat anyways. Mm-hmm. I debated taking the scene out leaving of, of Anna leaving money for Alexandra because she most likely wouldn't have seen all that money for only two sets of organs. But I left it in just to show the connection between Anna and Alexandra. Mother and daughter. And I wrote back, I did consider that George was a member of the Russians the whole time because she had starred terror trips, but it had opened in 2016. And six years later, I mean, that's a really long con. That is a long con. But then again, we don't know where there's we don't know they're spending every waking moment together. And she could be running these cons with all kinds of different groups of people. And why else would she pay for all of them to go to Europe on this tour? Because they didn't Mm. they did state that she paid for it all. There. You make a very compelling argument and I buy it. And he goes, to be 100% honest, we shot the scene with George in the binoculars and on our reshoot day, and I never intended to use it, but it looks so damn good and it played <laughs> so well into the other things I listed above. And yeah, the long con is a plot hole, but I was willing to let it slide, especially for a moment that I never expected to be asked about. LOL. So that's that was my big thing. Like, and then we talked a little bit more about this or that, or whatever, and he told me about an upcoming project, The Mutilator. Uh, sequel remake they're doing um well which is it a sequel or a remake um let's see uh upcoming sequel to the 80s slash for the mutilator so they're making us he's working on a sequel to it right now so like to to me the big appeal was i i sat down and watched the movie i don't feel like i wasted my time with it because (laughs) what i've decided is if I start a movie, I'm going to finish it because mm-hmm. just like in the old days where I rented a movie, you know, you watch the first 10 minutes and like, well, I spent money on it. So I'm going to finish it. And then sometimes you're like, wow, I just wasted time and money. And sometimes you're like, you know what? That actually was pretty good at the end. Mm-hmm. And for this movie, I thought, well, it wasn't horribly terrible and there was some good scenes in it. But then when I messaged them and he responded and we had our conversation, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I watched the movie after all. So for you, that conversation elevated it even more. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. That conversation elevated it for me a bit more even. Good. So. All right. I watched. Well, okay. So uh, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 3 when I was in New Hampshire. I'm sorry. Well, I've seen the first and second one more recently. So I think it was awful. The third one wasn't as bad, actually. The second one, though. Really? You didn't like the second one that much? I hated the second one. Okay. So I figured I haven't watched the whole. (laughs) Huh? I said continue. I haven't watched the whole run in quite a while. So I figured I'll watch the third one. Eventually, I'll watch four, five, six. I'll finish it because I haven't seen it in such a long time. Mm hmm. Um,. Kate Addison and I watched Final Destination 1 and 2 over the weekend. We watched Part 1 Thursday, Part 2 last night. Um, 
Sunday. Um, haven't seen those in a long time. I'd kind of forgotten about a couple things, especially in part two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll be we'll finish revisiting those in the coming weeks. Um, and I really only have four of the movies to watch, all new to me. Uh, oh, nice. I watched Old People. It's a Polish movie. I think I saw it on Netflix. I watched it in New, in New Hampshire while I was on vacation. Um, it's a Polish film about uh, some sort of, I want to say entity or spirit that kind of takes over old people and makes them kill younger people. Neat. So it's like a reverse Children of the Corn. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it was nice. it was pretty good. I watched it in two sittings, two viewings. Okay. Um, I wouldn't give it a hard sell, but yeah. What did you watch for movies? Um, so on the on the train ride down, we decided to go, you know, like I said, it was spooky season, but we decided to go a little lighter. So we did Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, great film. It was great. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed it. it. I mean, there was some cheesy stuff. I liked a lot of the callbacks, the throwbacks uh, to the yeah. original movie. Uh, but overall, we both kind of came out of it. We're like, that was better than it should have been. Like, yeah, that, that's it a great way. It was better than it should Yeah. Yeah. Like I expected it to just be a quick cash in or like a, you know, Oh, we want to make more money off this. But, um, yeah, it, it really, although I was worried, I got to say, uh, Kathy and Jimmy's character, like she, it almost looked like she really did have a stroke, like yes. a number of times where she was oh, like, Oh God, oh, I kept oh, saying oh. the same thing. And I was like, Oh my God, that poor woman, like, did she really? And, and I don't think she did, but it just really looked like she, I know the whole, gimmick before was that she was kind of deformed you know had that like looks from when she was a child but oof yeah no i also but hey speaking of the child the kids they got to play them when they were kids <laughs> uh-huh. phenomenal like they oh, did a great job so finding finding it was the right people so for good yeah. yeah yeah um um anyhow yeah so i was gonna say what hocus pocus Oh yeah, I thought she'd had a stroke too, like like legit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually I was, I was looked it up during the her. movie at one point to see oh, if she really you? had one. Yeah, because I was like, did she have a fucking stroke? Right. Yep. Um, and then while we were down in Boston, uh, one of the nights we were there, we uh, I brought up my Amazon account, as I said, you know, because I didn't have my Fire TV stick, but brought up the Amazon account and uh, threw on my best friend's Exorcism. Oh, what'd you think of that? Another movie that was better than I expected. Yeah, like, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. The the time period that they put it in, in the 80s, uh, they really brought it to life. They really made it good. I loved seeing, you know, the um, the landlines and, and the fashion and everything. Um, yeah, this, this was a great movie. It was, um, it was a bit of a mystery. It was... Uh, it wasn't just a straight up horror movie. Like no. it was devious. It had some elements of like Heather's in there. I definitely got Heather's mean girls. Yep. Um, and it just, it was really enjoyable. Like by the end of it, I was like, fuck yeah, this was great. It was almost like a more comedic. Um, almost like, I'm going to say like a less it's, it's a version of Jennifer's body, but not a, as, as sexualized. Dark sexualized yeah. and dark yep 
More yep, comedic I can see light. That. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um but boy, some of the shit that uh the possessed girl pulled on her friends and her best friend, like some of that shit was dark. Uh oh, even yeah. though what even though it wasn't like, you know, entrails or murder or any like she pulled some mean shit on them. Um and on the one hand, you were kinda like, Oh, I, I kinda like that. Yeah, they deserve it. But then at the same time, you're like, but that's just too fucking much. Like the uh, I'll just say the eggs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, I watched one. I know you didn't watch a pretty positive. You didn't watch all quiet on the Western Front. Correct. So I watched that Sunday night, actually, after we got all checked in and we were done for the night, went back up to my room. And I turned that on. I was like, well, I'll start it. It's two and a half hours long. Let's see if I finish it. I finished it. Um, it's in German. Well, let me put it that way. It's it's in German. That's the original audio, but you can watch it English dubbed. Okay. Um, but I watched it in German with English subtitles. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, if you're a war movie fan or a war movie aficionado, if you liked like 1917, you're going to like this. Um, it's worth your time. Cool. Yep. Ow. Don't bite my big toe. I assume that's your cat, not your son. That's my cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's decided. He's like, oh, everyone's asleep. So I'm going to come down here and play with your foot. <laughs> nice. Hey, isn't it really just stupid that it was so gorgeous out yesterday for November 6th in Maine that like I'm war- walking around with shorts and a T-shirt on? Yeah. Today as well. Today was yeah, fucking today. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then tomorrow- as soon as the sun went down, it dropped. Yeah, like yeah, it was seventy. It got up to seventy four today, and it's it's fifty five. Right, yeah, it's fifty three right now, and it's supposed to drop down to. Well, it's just gonna keep getting colder, and at like seven six a.m. be forty degrees, and then the high tomorrow is forty eight, and then the low tomorrow is thirty. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Um. I watched Run Sweetheart Run. That's on my list. Should it stay there? I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, I want to check yeah, that one it's, out. Yeah, it's it's unique. Mm-hmm. Um I enjoyed it. That's on uh, Netflix, right? Amazon Prime. Amazon, okay. Yeah. Uh, absolutely you should watch it. Yeah. It uh when it first popped up I was like, "Oh, that looks good." And uh yeah. Yep, yeah, there it is. It's on my watch list. Yeah, you should absolutely watch it. It's it's very good. Awesome. Yeah. I only got one other movie. What else did you watch? Uh, so on the train ride back, we're like, we're going to keep this going. I was like, I got it queued up. I'm ready for this. HBO Max, Barbarian. Wanted to go into the, you know, spooky season. I was like, yeah, we're going to watch Barbarian. It was one of those where, like, she had actually sent me a trailer. She's like, oh, this looks good. And I was like, yeah. So we plugged in Barbarian. We watched that on the train. Fucking hated that movie. You hated it. I fucking hated that movie. She hated that movie. That fucking movie was garbage. Didn't it seem like at one point, oh, this movie's over. Oh, no, we're only halfway through. Yes. 
yes, when the screen went black, and I'm like, wow, that was a shitty way to end. Oh, no, wait, now Justin Long's here. What, what well, the fuck that's is going the thing. on? It's like, oh, we're going to introduce a new character now all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it, part of this <sighs> is, is the expectation, okay? This was billed as a woman books an Airbnb, yeah. and she shows up, and there's already a man there who yep. allegedly has booked it himself. Yeah, this man is is Scar's guard well, there. Okay, this one man is used Pennywise. Airbnb. The other used like VRBO. So they use two different yeah, rental it was services. Home away, home away. Right, but they use two different rental services, and they both book the same place. Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's Bill Scar's guard, so it's fucking Pennywise. So you're already like, oh, this is going to be creepy. You're waiting for the psychological thriller. You're waiting for the guy to turn for this to be creepy for this is. And you know what? If people don't want to hear this, if people still want to watch Barbarian, then, you know, turn it off or skip ahead or whatever. But I just got to say this film disappointed me on literally every level. And the people who are out there touting this as, you know, oh, the best horror movie since Midsummer. Or the best horror movie, you know, of Bad this example. generation. Yeah, these are the people who liked Midsummer. These are the people who liked Hereditary, which I hated. Um, still haven't watched Midsummer. Still will not watch Midsummer because I already know I'm going to hate it. So why would I yeah, do that? No, you know, why would I pound myself in the foot with a hammer if I know that it's going to just cause me pain? So yeah, there was no psychological aspect to this. There was no um, creepy. Uh, you know, she's trapped kind of thing. Like she got away several times. She left several times. Mm -hmm. Um, the police officers that brought her back there to investigate were not only incompetent, they were maliciously incompetent. And it wasn't even that, you know, it, it could have been allowable in a horror movie if say they were like oh this is how we appease the the spirit that's in that house is that we let it take people and we turn a blind eye these guys were just maliciously incompetent and there is literally no reason that they should have left her there yes they had to go to another call but she was there in that house she had nothing she didn't have her idea or anything they should not have left her there by herself and driven off to another call. I enjoyed the movie all the way to Bill Skarsgård's get his head bashed in. From and, that point on, it just went downhill for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole, like the whole premise of this should have been the psychological horror of, you know, this guy hacked the system and he, you know, got in here and now he's going to hold her hostage or something. no, this it was the dumbest thing because oh and the flashback scene the flashback scene had no business being in there there was yeah. nothing that came out of that except for to explain why there was a guy who could barely lift his hand in a bed under the house why yeah. was he down there why did he end up down there like yeah he was watching all the videos of apparently but this is a, again, it bothered me. Like, apparently he did this to a lot of women. Like he apparently kidnapped a lot of women and brought them down here and impregnated them. And then, um, I had to read so, this online. I had to read up on this. He, he like impregnated these women. And then when the kids would come out, he would impregnate them. And so it was like this whole incest inbreeding. Mm -hmm. And then this one woman that was down there was like the last one that he produced. Why was she so, like eight feet tall? So, and super strong and everything. So here's my theory. 
Yeah. We got that movie X, which started out really good. It ended like it did. And they've made a prequel called Pearl. Yeah. I could totally see them making a prequel to this where we see the story of that guy. That's what he just said. <laughs> Julie goes, hey, don't forget superhuman strength. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it bothered us both. We're like, why? Yeah. If she's been living underground. Right. And, and she walks around naked. Walks around naked, but somehow she's eight feet tall and has superhuman strength. And yeah. and the the homeless guy is like, oh, she comes out at night and hunts, but don't worry, she doesn't come into this old ruined water tower because you know that's where I've been living, and she's never come in here. Cue her breaking but then through the she wall. Does yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. And, I, I, again, I thought the movie was good right up to the point where she bashed Bill Skarsgård's head into the wall. And then I was after I was that in it until that. Yes. Point. Yep. And then after that, I was like, okay. What the fuck? And then we see Justin Long. It's like, all right, let's establish him as a piece of shit Hollywood guy that's getting canceled. Complete piece of shit. Yeah. All right. We're establishing that. All right. Where else are we going with this? And and as that storyline advanced, I was just like, okay. And it took it took me out of everything it put me in. Yeah. And then when something bad happened to him, you're like, good. He's a piece of shit. I want him to die. Yeah. Yeah. I just. when Bill got his head bashed in, like I was waiting because he went down there. He was like, I just want to go take a look at the room. And I was like, oh, here comes the twist. You know, yeah. he's going to strap her to the bed and he's going to film her and we're going to find out, you know, yeah. oh, this is about to ratchet up. And then yeah. he wasn't in the room when she went down there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then she finds him down there and he's like, somebody's down here. And I was like, oh, here comes the twist. Here comes the. And then yeah. fucking bitch yeah. face there grabs him by the back of the head, smashes his head in. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. wait a minute. No, this isn't this isn't right. This isn't the story I signed up for. Yep. And okay, let's also add to the fact that this creepy, creepy eight foot tall naked woman, um, all she wants to do is breastfeed people because the one VHS tape that she has that she's been watching on a loop forever that is still immaculate and has no grain, no skipping, no nothing. Right. Cause that's fucking realistic. It's um, not. is it, is a video about how to get mothers to get their babies to latch on and breastfeed. Yeah. And, and, uh, so that's all she wants to do is have babies and breastfeed them. Except suddenly she has a bottle that she's reaching down into the cage and she wants Justin Long's character to drink from it. Yeah. Like, why does she have the bottle? Where did she get the bottle from? If she's all about the breastfeeding? Is is she milking herself into the bottle? Like there was so much here that was just wrong. I feel like two different people wrote this. Like you said, like there was the first story that ends when he gets his head bashed in and somebody wrote that and then went, fuck it. I'm done. That's good enough. And walked off and they went, but we still have time to to fill. Like there's not enough. Get a new writer, a new director and finish the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Let's finish the movie and let's, let's make it an anthology and not tell anybody. Yeah. But the world's worst anthology. No, I hated this. Julia hated this. Like, I felt sick afterwards. And I felt bad, too, because I realized I was like, oh, there was a lot of, like, that that gangly woman standing there buck-ass naked. And then at the end when she grabs him and she, like, jabs her thumbs in his eyes and it pops like a pimple. Like, we're watching that and there are people behind us on the train. <laughs> so I'm like, guess you're watching this with us, people. Uh, the only other movie I watched was Confess Fletch. That's the only other movie that you watched? Yeah. Okay, we're going to have words about that in a minute, but how was Confess Fletch? Because I don't have Showtime. 
absolutely loved it. Good. I loved wanted it, to hear that. Loved it. Loved it. Loved oh, it. Loved yes. it. Loved it. Loved I wanted it, loved to hear it. that. I wanted I to hear lo- that. So John much. Hamm was phenomenal. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 police detectives there, the the two it's the two police detectives that you know were investigating the case that he was wrapped up in. I love them. I love their characters. I want to see a movie of them. I want to see John Hamm do more Fletch movies. Awesome. Like I absolutely love this movie. Here's another realization I kind of had, or I've had it for a long time, whatever. But like, um, I really think that the older I get, the less funny I find Chevy Chase outside of Clark Griswold. <laughs> I, I can I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like his humor has not aged well. Nope. Nope. I think a lot of humor from the '80s has not aged well. I would agree with you there. There, there is yeah. a lot. There's some classics that I think will always be good. Yes. Um. But yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, what movie was I supposed to watch? So I watched two more movies. One. Yeah. Uh, sat down and watched last night in Soho. Have you ever watched uh, that one? I have not. I've seen it on my list different places. It was really good. It's an yeah. Edgar Wright movie, so you know that the soundtrack is fucking banging. Yeah. Um. It was a mind fuck and a half. Yeah. Uh, it was really good though. I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of a lot of fun. It was beautiful. The visuals were amazing. <laughs> this movie was awesome until the last like ten minutes, and oh. then the last ten minutes, it's like what the fuck. Yeah. But up until that point, fucking yeah. stellar. Matt Smith is amazing. Anya Taylor Joy. It was just oh. So good. I really strongly recommend it. Just be prepared to be disappointed at the end. Okay. I am shocked, though, that you're saying, and maybe I'm going to say this, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can't believe that you are not saying that you watched Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, fuck, yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I watched it I'm Friday. Like, I'm like, like dude, I got there's her- no fucking way that that came out. You're like, nah, I'm going to forget no, about that. I got out of work. I just forgot. I got out of work Friday on time and I came <clears throat> home and I put it on mm-hmm. and started watching it. And I think Kate like was making dinner and then whatever, something, whatever. She came back in the room and I was like, we don't have to watch this. She's like, no, no, it's okay. And then like, she kind of got into it. Um, I loved it. Uh, it's completely farcical. Yes. Like, you know, no, like, it says that it's completely 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> in opposite world. Uh, uh-huh. I, I, yeah, I, I really, he died in 1985. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except he died in 85, 86, whatever it was. And then um, Michael Jackson parodied it. <laughs> parody, yeah. Parodied it. Yeah. He, he came out with beat it after weird. Al did eat it. Uh, he had a relationship with Madonna uh, uh-huh. he, you know, he, he yeah, it, I enjoyed the hell out of it. So when I knew that this was coming out just like this past week here, uh, I had asked Julia, I was like, so do you have any interest in watching the Weird Al biopic with me? And she's like, uh, I don't know. And I said, it's, it's farcical, you know, it's made up completely. She's like, no, nah, you can go ahead and watch it. I mean, maybe if I come into the room, I'll check it out. And I was like, okay, like not even a day later. We're sitting in bed and we're, we're on TikTok like we do at night. And uh, she came across a video that was uh, behind the scenes. And it was Daniel Radcliffe talking about how he actually yeah. learned the accordion. 
and that Al's an amazing teacher, but he goes too fast. He's like, I had to tell him a couple of times, slow down. He goes, because this man has probably forgotten more about the accordion than anyone will ever know. And he's like, but I mean, it was so neat to learn that. Now I can say that I've learned it. So she's watching that. She's like, is this the movie you were talking about? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I think I'd like, I think I'd like to check that out. And I was like, great. So we did that yesterday as well. It was part of our, like our, you know, chips and dip and just kind of a relaxing Sunday kind of thing. So we did, you know, the day of the doctor, but before that we did weird. And she was almost more into it than I was. Like, oh, really? It was, I loved it. I, I was ready to watch it again as soon as I got done. I'm like, I need to own this. I want to hear the director's commentary. I want to hear everything that went on. Um, only thing that I didn't like, and it's a minor quibble, is that there weren't enough of his songs in it. Like, we so, only got like four or five of them. So that the original- same day. That same day, he released the soundtrack. It has 46 mm-hmm. tracks on it and a new song. And I thought, oh, man. And then I watched the movie. And I kind of felt the same way you did, which is like, oh, there wasn't enough movies. And and it made sense songs if you think about it because, you know, in, in this farcical world, you know, he was murdered, assassinated in 1985. So he never would yeah. have gone on to create most of them. But, you know, we only got a few of his early hits, you know, My Bologna, Another yeah. One Rides the Bus. Uh, but I, I would have liked to have heard more. We didn't need it. I know we didn't need it. Everything that we got in there was fucking gold. Like this thing was just amazing as a Weird Al fan. I loved it. Um they really kept true to this was not a naked gun farce. Um, this was, I, I mean, yeah, maybe the, um, the Pablo Escobar part down in the jungle was a little bit like hot. That was a naked much, gun. Yeah. Um, but I fucking loved it. I loved every minute of it. And like I said, I want to own it. I want to own, I want to hear the director's commentary. I want to see the deleted scenes. Like now I'm trying to remember, I thought that the whole thing was, Originally, Pat Oswald was supposed to play Dr. Demento, but for some reason he couldn't, and that's why Rain Wilson did it. But then I saw that um, Pat Oswald was the heckler in the biker bar. Yes, and he I'm was. Like, well, I'm like, so he was here. Why couldn't you? Maybe he Maybe just, could only film like one day or something. That's what I'm thinking. But either way, it was phenomenal. I loved it. Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna was primo. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. many cameos in it from Emo Phillips, Conan O'Brien. Uh-huh. So many cameos. So you know, many cameos. Jack Black. Fucking Wolfman Jack. Jack Black. Wolfman Jack Black. Perfect. Amazing. Perfect. Amazing. Um, David Damalschen as yeah. uh, the, the guy from Queen. Hey, guy yeah. from Queen, let's go find a different party. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was just, it was great. You, really, you should watch it if you've ever been a fan of weird al even in the slightest if you just want to have a good time yeah definitely check it out it was so good oh trailers and news and such man we have a i think we have a lot yeah but i think we can we can speed run through a lot of it um starting at the marvel studios special presentation the guardians of the galaxy holiday special trailer that dropped right after we uh recorded last time Okay, that's where we're going. Yeah, so um, looks awesome. It does. It, it looks like a Christmas special. Yeah. Um, Drax and Mantis go to Earth to get Kevin Bacon to give Peter a 
good Christmas present. How can it not be fun? It'll be great. <laughs> How can it go wrong? And then what's hilarious is shortly after that, or Ooh. yeah, James Gunn is uh, co-chairman and CEO of, D- of DC Studios. Yeah. Didn't see that so, coming. So they said that they've been, you know, trying to shake things up and and do their own, you know, get their own Kevin Feige or whatever. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn is it. James Gunn can be a good Kevin Feige. Yeah. I know he's doing Guardians 3, and then yep. I guess that's the end of it, but yeah. Yep. He had said before, like way back, that Guardians 3 was his last movie as, you know, doing the Guardians. Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with this. He was just like, I'll, no, I'll have told the story that I want to tell. Yeah. But I'll be interested to see where he goes because right around the – I don't know if it was before or after or whatever, but, you know, we talked about, you know, Henry Cavill's going to be playing Man of Steel 2. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of talked more about that after it came out that James Gunn was taking over. So I'm wondering if Man of Steel 2 is going to be the new jumping off point. Right. Um, I mean, James Gunn did the Suicide Squad, second one. That yes. was that, way and that, was, that was excellent. And he did yes. Peacemaker. Yep. Oh, Peacemaker. So, I mean, he realistically. He not have to direct everything, but no. the fact that he's going to be in charge. But realistically, you could use Suicide Squad 2. As the new jumping off point, perhaps yep. even. We've got Black um, Adam in there that apparently is doing very well. I, I do want to see it. I just haven't. I don't know if I will go or not. Yeah. Uh, I know I definitely want to see Wakanda Forever, which opens in three days, four days. I can't believe how quickly that crept up. It's yeah. insane. Um, uh, Doctor Who is going to be on Disney Plus for us. Not on BBC America. This could have a lot of uh, not ramifications, but this could mean that we are going to get some super high production values on Doctor Who, like which I don't really want. I don't either. I kind of want yeah. it to stay cheap and cheesy, like rewatching the day of the doctor. It was awesome. Yeah. But seeing that opening scene where he's hanging from the TARDIS and everything, and it was like movie quality. I was like, is this what we want in the future, though? I don't think we're going to see anything more because it's not like they're they're co-producing with it. It's just, um, it's just it's going to be on the BBC in the UK and then mm-hmm. around the rest of the world. It's instead of being on BBC America, it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think it's just Disney Plus just gave them money because they want the content, and this is content yeah. that they don't have to make. Someone else is making. It's already a beloved franchise. So hey, hey ho, let's go. Subscribe yeah. to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fleischman in trouble. Interesting looking series on 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 Hulu. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a series. Yeah. Um, looks good. <sighs> looks interesting. Um, I I can definitely. I don't know. It it's got an indie vibe to it. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg hasn't really done anything in a while, and now he's playing like the dumpy middle-aged guy who's getting divorced from Claire Danes. Um, yeah. But it's got like a uh, – I don't want to say a supernatural twist to it, but it almost looks like surreal in several of yeah. the areas. I don't yeah. know. It'll be interesting. Um, Lockwood and Company. Mm. What would you think of that? Um, that looks really good. I, I could get behind that. Yeah, it's basically. it seems weird. Like, I understand, like, not not everything supernatural and whatnot has to come out at Halloween, but mm-hmm. it seems kind it, of interesting. 
it's apparently based on a book series. Um, the quick write-up says a girl with extraordinary psychic abilities joins two gifted teen boys at a small ghost hunting agency to fight many deadly spirits haunting London. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, you know, supernatural, uh, X-Files, yep. but with teens and some psychic abilities. Cool. I can get behind yeah. it. Oh, there was a news article as to why we didn't see some of the newer doctors on Jodie Whittaker's last episode. And it was basically, it's stupid. It's like, well, because we didn't want to step on toes because I'm sure they're going to be involved in the, the 60th anniversary one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the older ones, they were like, either they didn't have time or, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I still um, like what we got. I, I'm not complaining at all with this episode. I thought it was very good. Uh, the Winchesters. Loki. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Uh, until we then got the later news that it's not only getting one up. season. Yep. Um, what was the trailer after that? Because it just shows YouTube. Doesn't tell me what it is. I can't uh, let me click on it. Let's see. I remember I was really excited about it, and then I was like, "Why did we get that?" Oh, poker, oh, poker face. face. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. I don't know what it is. Natasha Leone lately has been on a fucking tear of good shit, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this looks great. It's going to be a Peacock official. Yeah. Um, it's a 10 episode mystery of the week series following Natasha Leon's Charlie, who has an extraordinary ability to determine when someone is lying. She hits the road with her Plymouth Barracuda. And with every stop encounters a new cast of characters and strange mm-hmm. crimes that she can't help but solve. Fucking love it. Mwah. That's yep. an anthology right there. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, I'm definitely going to check that one out. Um, uh, plane. Gerard Butler, action flick in the jungle. <laughs> it, this is the old 80s formula of like, you don't know who you're messing with. Uh-huh. And yeah. that's why I said it to you, because I was like, oh, this is a fucking throwback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. I'll watch the hell out of it. Um, <laughs> the, the the pale blue eye. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a... So it's an old... You know, West Point, 1830, world-weary detective is hired to discreetly investigate the gruesome murder of a cadet. Um, Edgar, Edward, Ed, Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Wrote it. You know, back yeah. in the day, obviously. Not recently. He's been dead well, a long time. That's what it says. He enlists one of their own help to unravel the case, a young man the world would come to know as Edgar Allan Poe. So he, yeah, right, he gets right. Edgar Allan Poe to help him solve this mystery. Yeah. Eh, okay. Okay. Uh, the Santa Clauses. I don't know. Like, I enjoyed the Santa Claus movies, but this is the trailer for the TV series where he decides. I can't believe to re- it's a series. Yeah, it's a TV series. He decides to retire. He hands the Santa Claus mantle over someone who's not deserving and wants to change everything. You would think he would have done that. Right. Also, I thought it was very, I, I think it was very deliberate, but it bothered me that they didn't show who he handed it over to. Nope. Like, yeah. in all of this, they didn't show anything about who was the new Santa. So I don't know if that means that they hadn't cast them yet, or if it's that they're trying to keep it a big secret because it's going to be like a, you know, a special guest that maybe it's like Tom Hanks or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll see, Um, I guess. Vision series coming to Disney plus. Very excited about that vision quest. It's the white vision that we saw at the end of WandaVision. Who's looking for his humanity, his memories. Um, definitely get behind that. Liam Hemsworth's going to take over Henry Cavill as the Witcher. Fuck this noise. Um, 
recently there's been a lot of articles that have been saying, you know, that he was actually on the short list when they originally cast it back in the day, but they went with Henry. Um, don't recast somebody three seasons into a show, especially when it's the main character. Nobody is going to like that. There is no reason for it. Uh, especially when they don't look a thing like each other. Like these are two very distinctly different looking men. Um, no, I am not okay with this. The predominant theory, cause Henry hasn't talked about why originally they were like, Oh, it's cause he's going back to Superman. No, he could absolutely do both of them at the same time. There's no way that that's the reason the predominant theory is because Henry was a big fan of the games and the books and the source material. And since season one, he's been trying to get them to stay as close to the source material as possible with this last season, all the writers or several of the writers and producers and directors, they like were openly mocking the series, openly mocking the, uh, the books, the games saying, you know, it's garbage, it's bullshit. And they wanted to pull away from it. So the, the theory is that he was like, fuck you guys. I don't want to be part of it. If you're not going to stay true, um, whether that's true or not, either way, I'm not on board, no interest whatsoever in watching Liam Hemsworth take over. If you lost your star, the show's over. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it, basically. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, So we got news of a Halloween series coming to Peacock. A Michael Myers Halloween series. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it could be interesting, but... And and I know that it's further down on the list, but at the same time, we're also getting news of a Friday the 13th prequel series on Peacock. Which... Uh, when Brian Fuller was saying, well, oh, we have access to everything. We have access to the camp, his mom, Jason Voorhees himself, everything, because we're not movie rights. We're TV rights. Mm-hmm. So initially when it came out, I thought it was going to be a prequel about his mom. We weren't going to have Jason Voorhees. And I was like, another Friday the 13th series without Jason Voorhees? Really? <laughs> um but then First as artifact, got, what? <laughs> yeah, but as we got more information on it, it's almost like, oh, OK, I could get behind this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Peacock and in the Halloween series, now. I'm not going to shit all over it. I'll, I'll see what happens. You know, yes. uh, I mean, Ash versus evil dead was fucking amazing. Yes. And Chucky, you know, really hasn't, wasn't, was better than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, Alex cross series coming to prime video. Yeah. With okay. Aldous Hodge playing Alex cross. Um, I like him as an actor, so I can get behind that. Um, yep. I think Alex Cross was it? Uh, what, who played him? What's his name? Morgan Freeman. And Tyler Perry. Oh, oh did he? Yes, Morgan Freeman did with "Kiss the Girls" and "Along Came the Spider," uh-huh. and then Tyler Perry did in the movie just that was titled "Alex Cross." Oh, I never watched that one. I don't remember watching it either. It came out in 2012, so I was like, "What's Medina doing, not wearing a dress?" <laughs> thinking that, thinking he's nice. an action star all of a sudden. Um. Oh shit! This went to sleep on me. Friday the Thirteenth series. Uh, uh, Aquaman's Yaya Abdul Mateen the Second, who played Black Manta, yeah. is going to be joining the MCU apparently as Wonder Man. Yeah. Seem it just 
these castings are just sometimes like out of the blue. You know, they were like, oh, there's going to be a Wonder Man movie. And we're all like, oh, who's going to be cast? Who's going And you'd think that there'd be more leading up to it. Like, oh, yeah. these people were in talks or this. But then it's just like, oh, by the way, this is the guy. Yeah. Cool. He's a badass. Um, one thing that bothers me about him is that he openly dissed on superhero movies, even while he was doing Aquaman. You know, he was basically saying that they're a low form of cinema and blah, blah, blah. And it's just he, he was talking about how garbage they are. And now they're like, be our Wonder Man. He's like, cool. It's a paycheck. Yep. That's kind of how it is. I don't know how I feel about that. No, I hear you there. Uh, Cameron Crowe could be giving us a, a Dazzler series. Strangely enough, I'm down for that. Like I would watch it. I think that Dazzler was a very underrated mutant um, kind of shoved to the side back in the day. You know, she wasn't really featured on any of the prominent X-Men teams way back. Uh, Since then though, she's come more to the forefront. She's definitely come into her powers. Um, Yeah, I could definitely see it. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen Dazzler in live action. She was in uh, dark Uh, Phoenix, X-Men dark Phoenix. Yeah. I don't count that. What? I mean, it, it, that was um, the one who she's on uh, the Orville now um, as the security officer. Yes, I know. The original security about. officer. Yeah. Halston Sage. Yes. There you go. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see here. There's going to be a Penguin series on HBO and Krista Malotti is going to be uh, Sophia Falcone. Okay. Okay. Now, is this Penguin? Are they using the same actor from the Batman movie, the most recent mm, Batman movie? I don't know, honestly. Okay. A Christmas Story Christmas trailer came out. It so looks we've got two trailers now in the past two weeks. We got like the teaser, and then we got the actual trailer. Right. But the actual trailer, it looks great. I'm happy for it. Ten days away, I'm gonna watch the hell out of it. Um, I know some other people are like, fuck the fucking shit. And I'm like, whatever, it's your loss. Um, it's, this is not a Christmas story too. That was, oh my God, God awful dirt. <laughs> so different actors playing his mom. That's the only one though. Everything else, like his dad's dead on the movie and they have a picture yep. of the old man, you know, Darren yep. McGavin. So good for him. Um, but Ralphie flick, Brandy Schwartz, uh, they're all back. Okay, so those are the original actors. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that is Peter Billingsley. He looks old. Why did they go with the different actress for the mom? I don't. I just don't think she wanted to do it. Okay. Yeah. Because she uh, she hasn't done anything in a really long time. Yeah. I don't believe. And I mean, what do you know her from, anyways? Nothing. Well, that's it. You know. Um, Yeah. But I mean, I don't know Flick or Dylan. She. She was in, uh, you know, she played the mom on Christmas Story. She played the mom on Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and then she's been in a Ooh. bunch of other stuff, like low budgets or whatever. She hasn't done anything since 2007, according to this. Um, so, I mean, I just don't think, I just don't think they could, she wanted to do it. Got a trailer for Avatar: The Way of Water. Don't care. Why? Why did? Why? 
Why is James Cameron still doing this? It's too little too late. Oh, and it's a Romeo and Juliet story. Like, we need more of those. Wasn't the first one a Romeo and Juliet story? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, got an actual official trailer for Spirited, so we got to see what's really going on there. Uh, I was going to watch it anyway. Because okay. I'm watching the movie anyway. So yeah, said, it, okay. it, it's great. It's a Christmas When's it come story. out? Uh, soon. It's another one of those that comes out in November, I believe. I know, but is that a theater one or is that a... No, no, it's a... Uh, I want to say it's Apple TV Plus. Let's find oh, out. Oh, I don't have that anymore. No? No, we had a one year free from when she mm-hmm. bought her laptop and I haven't renewed it. I haven't had a reason to renew it. Okay. Uh, let's see. November 11th. Yep. Uh, it's in theaters November 11th and it's streaming November 18th on Apple TV Plus. Speaking of theaters, um, that that uh, the Onion there, the Onion Glass or whatever, the new Knives Glass Out movie, Onion, Glass Onion, that's getting a theatrical run November twenty third for one week, and then December twenty third, it's on the Netflix. Yeah, I'm definitely waiting for Netflix on that. I love the first movie, but it's not something that I need to go run out to the theaters for. I think I want to go see the um, the Santa Claus. Killing people movie with uh, mm. <laughs> David Harbor. David Harbor. I think I want to go see that. <laughs> oh, that looks fun. Um, the Sandman's getting a second coming season. to Netflix. Fucking, I'm so excited. I can't believe you never went back to it. Oh, I tried. Oh, such a fucking good show. I cannot wait for season two. Um, and Jenna Coleman might be back as Joanna Constantine. Because she kind of sent a picture out on her Instagram and she was like, coming soon, season two. And it was her from the show. So, love it. Aubrey Plaza, she had a stroke when she was 20, I found out recently. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, She's going to be in the new WandaVision spinoff. Oh, I saw a thing today. It might have been on TikTok and it got me excited. It won't happen, but um, there was a girl who she follows all this stuff and she was like, you know, yes, she'll probably be a witch. She's going to be the villain. She's probably going to be a witch in coven of chaos, but how cool would it be? And I know you're going to hate this. If uh, she reprised her role from Legion as the shadow King. And I'd forgotten that she was in Legion as the shadow King. And I'm like, Hey, honestly, I think that would be cool because they'd be retconning that in somehow. And I'd be okay with that. And the shadow King like Legion doesn't mean I, I don't respect the fact I wouldn't be pump, get pumped over you gotcha. know, them bringing her in like that. That would be cool. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the the Shadow King is such an important character, such a major character. Uh, if they're already going to be introducing mutants, I would love for them to do this. Um, so yeah, I shared with you the trailer for Burt Krishner's movie The Machine. Yeah, it looks it looks funny. Well, it looks funny once you reach like the one minute mark <clears throat> for for the first minute of it. It seems like a very serious, almost ridiculous and boring, like gangster type movie. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly Burt Kreischer comes on the screen. You're like, oh, fuck, here it comes. And you're like, yep, yeah, now it's a it's a ridiculous over the top comedy. Yes, it looks funny. I, uh, I might see it when it's on Netflix or something. Yeah. 
The Noel Diary. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch this trailer. So the Noel Diary and later Ch- Lady Chatterley's Lover both came out for me at the same time. They're romances. You know, Lady Chatterley's Lover is obviously a classic. Uh, oh, no, the Noel I, Diary. I did watch that one. I, I yeah. somehow missed the Noel Diary and just didn't go back to watch it. Yeah, you're not missing much. It's just okay. it's a romance. You know, it's a heartfelt romance. You and Kate may enjoy watching it together. Probably. Um, Lady Chatterley looks like, like yeah, what's yeah, like you just said, heartfelt romance kind of looks decent. Yeah, it's a classic. I think and, the last uh, news article that we shared, Westworld was, was canceled. Yeah, which the surprising thing is though that all the main actors, because there was supposed to be a fifth season, they had talked about the fifth season being the final one, and all the primary actors are still going to be paid for the fifth season, even though there's not going to be a fifth season. Um, very, very odd. Yeah, so I wonder if we're going to get a movie. Maybe. I mean, if if you told me, hey, we're not doing a fifth season, but we're going to pay you for it, I'd be like, shit, yeah. And if they were like, well, now we want to do a movie, I'd be like, pay me for that, too. Yeah. So we'll see. But A <clears throat> um, couple of things that came in tonight, right before we started recording this. Uh, so Yasmin Finney is going to be one of the companions on the new series of Dr. Who um, recently went online to say that, well, uh, Yasmin's character is going to be named Rose. And of course that's like, Ooh, that's kind of a sacred name, you know, Rose Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently she says that, uh, Without giving much away, Finney teased while speaking with Vogue that her Doctor Who role will change the world. A lot of people are um, thinking that this is going to be Donna's daughter. Oh, okay. So, that's interesting. Uh, Here's something I can't believe is happening. Um, Apparently, Netflix has ordered a second season of The Watcher which you loved so much and uh, two more seasons of monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. So the second season of the watcher, like, so Kate and I talked about that. We're like, I wonder if we're going to get a second season, you know, we could have new people move into this house or maybe someone's watching a different house because, you know, again, they took a tremendous amount of creative license on this based on actual events. Um, So, all right, well, I guess we'll see what happens there. So the second and third season are of monster. So the first season was monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, but it's meant to be an anthology. So the next two seasons are going to focus on other monstrous figures who have impacted society. That doesn't surprise me. That seems accurate. Yeah. I thought they were going to do more with Evan Peters. And I'm like, yeah. why? Well, they probably will. He'll play Ted Bundy next. And then he'll play, <laughs> um, they then released- he'll play son of Sam. They released the title for the first episode of the final season of the Umbrella Academy, which is called The Unbearable Tragedy of Getting What You Want. Ooh, okay. Seems very appropriate based on how the last season ended. Yep. Um, Yep. Uh, I'm excited about it. And again, I'm glad that uh, they're getting one final season. They know it's a final season, so they're going to wrap everything up. As they should. Otherwise, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, 
I don't have anything else either. So I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. I'm the Quantum Geek G33K. That's our show. We are not verified on Twitter. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> nope. Oh, we'll talk to you next week. Don't think we will be. Nope, never. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.